in 20 minutes we will discuss the topic of control in the context of contracting and subcontracting the issue of control is important in contracting and subcontracting arrangements because if there is no control exercised by the contractor then it is the principal who will be deemed or considered as the employer of the, the, the deployed personnel. Conversely, if the principal is the one exercising control over the deployed personnel, then it is the principal who will be deemed or considered as the employer of these workers. Why is that? It's because without control being exercised by the principal and conversely, it is the principal who's actually exercising that right, then the principal and the contractor entered into or are doing a labor-only contracting arrangement. The consequence of a labor-only contracting arrangement is that the it is the principal who will be deemed or considered as the employer of the deployed personnel. Is it important to know um, this consequence? The answer is yes, very much so. Take note that if the principal is the one deemed or considered as the employer of the employees of the, of the workers, then it is the principal who might be held liable for legal dismissal and slash or the monetary claims. Why is that? Because in a lot of labor cases involving deployed personnel filing complaints, they usually file a complaint against both the contractor and the principal. Their main objective is to make the principal the employer so that when um, the decision comes, the liability will attach to the principal. In most cases, the complainants, the workers, have already been separated or terminated from employment by the contractor for many reasons. This could be that after the contract with the principal, the deployed personnel cannot be reassigned to another account because there is no similar or existing account wherein the complainants could be reassigned. Or in many cases, the complainants themselves are uh, or have already resigned or have left the contractor. However, for some strange reasons, they would file a labor complaint later on wanting to be considered an employee of the principal 
so that the consequence of them uh, from uh, being separated for whatever reason, particularly if they were terminated from their employment for just cause or for violation by the contractor, then uh, they could hold the principal liable for illegal dismissal since in our analysis if the principal is considered as the employer then the contractor had no business terminating the employment of the the deployed personnel and then the deployed personnel should have continued working with the principal that is usually a strange outcome in those cases so i repeat imagine a deployed personnel who was terminated for theft by a contractor so the uh, deployed personnel would then file a labor complaint against both the contractor and then the principal. Now, if there is a finding that the principal is the one who exercise, who is the one exercising control, then it is considered as the employer. If it is the employer, then it should be the one who should have terminated the complainant. And due process should have been observed prior to the termination. Since that is usually not the case in many situations, since the contractor is the one uh, known to be the employer of the deployed of the deployed personnel, and then the principal would not want to exercise any form of disciplinary action over the, the deployed personnel, then you can expect that there is no documentation or evidence in favor of the, the principal. So ultimately, the principal has no defense against the claim for illegal dismissal or monetary claims, then it becomes liable for the consequences of illegal dismissal such as back wages, damages, attorney's fees, and for the monetary claims that may be due to the deployed personnel. Now, what are examples of control? The classic and basic example of control is when the principal's personnel gives orders, direct, uh, directives, or instructions to the, the deployed personnel. That should never be allowed because the principal's principal and its personnel has no business directing or giving instructions to the deployed personnel because it's not the employer. The main objective or concern or any interest by the principal is on the, de the desired results of the service agreement it has with the contractor for instance in a janitorial and uh, maintenance uh, services 
the desired results by the principal would be that certain rooms, floors, areas, or in and outside of the building should be clean and organized. Um, that is its only main concern. That is that, that is that's the desired result. As to how it will be done, what tools will be used, uh, the manner, the ways and means of doing it, the principal has no interest over it. It is the job or function of the contractor, since it is the one providing for services. So it is the job the contractor through its representatives or its personnel usually a supervisor a coordinator manager who will be the one directing the deployed personnel on how to clean and organize using specific uh, tools like a mop like a, uh, a wrench if there's some maintenance to be done or some other tools so that is the idea that's, the, that's what's a contractor and subcontractor is all about as a setup the principal should be interested only on the results or the desired results and not on how to perform on how to achieve those results another example of control is usually when a principal insists that the deployed personnel comply with its own policies company policies and regulations uh, for obvious reasons the principal has no right or interest to require that because again these deployed personnel are not its people another instance wherein a principal is held liable for control is when it exercises disciplinary action over the deployed personnel or even just the right or power to recommend disciplinary action has been considered by the Supreme Court as an exercise of control. This is interesting because this um, act of imposing disciplinary action an aspect to it is the demand or requests or however formulated by the principal to replace or substitute a deployed personnel. Again, the principal has no interest on who will be doing the job or work in relation to the services being rendered by the contractor to the principal. Accordingly, the principal should not be meddling on the right of the contractor on who will be deployed to do the work. Most especially or in particular, when it comes to um, pull out or recall of the, the deployed personnel. That should not be allowed since once a deployed personnel is pulled out, it is not easy to reassign or relocate a deployed personnel to another account. 
take note that um, once a uh, deployed personnel is placed in on a floating status it is a case of no work no pay thus a pull out is a form or can be interpreted as a form of penalty on the deployed person personnel and if it's a form of penalty then it is and it is also a form of a disciplinary action and if you trace why that uh, deployed personnel experienced uh, or was placed in floating status and it can be connected to the action or directed by the principal then the principal has ex exercised a level of control over the deployed personnel if that uh, worker files a complaint it is possible that he or she may allege um, either constructive dismissal or illegal suspension or possibly uh, illegal dismissal if um, something untowards happen later on that she loses her employment okay other aspects of control would be on monitoring the attendance of deployed personnel there already there's already a Supreme Court decision on the matter wherein the court said that the principal has no business monitoring the attendance of the deployed personnel because again the principal's main interest is only on the desired results it has no interest i know it is repetitive but just for emphasis it has no interest on how the work be done who will do the work and how many people are going to attend just to do the work so long as the desired result is achieved or completed then the principal has no say on the matter let's say for example you have a janitor who is deployed to a you have five janitors who are deployed to in a five-story building five floors and then each janitor is in charge for each particular floor let's say uh, only three were uh, present and two were absent for an entire week however three of these janitors were able to cover the two other floors such that the the desired result that all five floors should be cleaned has been accomplished then the principal has no right to complain or much more ask for any form of penalty over those two janitors who were absent that is the uh, essence of a contracting arrangement as a principal the principal would only be concerned if the uh, services promised or the deliverables by the contractor being performed if it is done then everything's well and good okay other indications of control is when the principal insists in addition to complying with its own company policies policies and regulations the principal insists on the uh, deployed personnel wearing its uniform now that's a big big no by requiring a deployed pers personnel to wear the uniform of the principal 
then it is already showing to the entire to the entire public that it is acknowledging although impliedly that that employee personnel it's is its own uh, employees and the the mere fact of requiring the uniform is an aspect or a form of control over that person if you were the employed personnel wouldn't you be asking why you would be required or why would you wear the uniform of a company that is not your employer unless that company is somehow acknowledging that you are its employees so it's basically uh, some practical thought to it would show that that should not be done uh, what else when it comes to tools and equipment it's a bit tricky because ideally for in most cases it should be the principal it should be the contractor that will provide for the tools and equipment which should be the general rule however there are certain arrangements wherein due to privacy concerns or intellectual property concerns or the um, work that has to be done will involve sensitive personal information then the principal can insist that the deployed personnel should only use its computer systems or laptops which have security features or controls that can ensure the protection of privacy, intellectual property, and other proprietary information. So, it's a case-to-case -case basis and should be evaluated properly. If there is no legitimate or justifying reason for the principal to insist that the deployed personnel should use its tools and equipment, then um, the one that should provide it should be the contractor. Another aspect of control is on requiring the use of company ID. The principal cannot and should not issue company IDs to the deployed personnel. Uh, instead, the principal should issue visitor pass or any form of identification that separates the deployed personnel from its own employees. Uh, another aspect of control is requiring deployed personnel to participate in activities and events like Christmas parties, um, summer outings, and the like. I mean, it's well and good. It's nice to hear uh, those uh, happening, but what the principal should do is simply invite those deployed personnel but not require them to attend and make sure that in the activities um, it should not be compulsory on the part of the, the deployed personnel rather he or she should be a, treated as a guest that should be allowed to simply enjoy the activity, activities and events and perhaps bond with the employees of the principal but any form of compulsion or obligation should be avoided. So that's it. Um, that ends our 20-minute discussion on this topic. I hope you learned from this uh, episode. Thank you and see you on the next uh, episode.
I'm Attorney Jake Dalberto. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you have any feedback, feel free to send us an email via info at laborlaw.ph. Disclaimer. All information herein are for general information only. These should not be considered as professional advice or legal opinion. Please consult with a professional for your specific concerns. If comments are made, they are the opinion of the speaker only. These do not reflect any organization that he may be connected or affiliated with.